Yeah, that's how it is. Boop. There it is. Boop. Boop. It's, it says I said the wrong word. It's definitely more of a whoop. Whoop. Not a boop. Boop is like what you do to a kid, like boop on their head. Something like that. It's subtle. Or... Yeah, it's subtle. It's if you want to give them a smack, but you just go boop. <laughs> okay. This is parenting advice coming from the person who is not a parent in the room. Um, speaking of parents in the room. G'day. Oh, hi. Good segue. Good segue. Yeah, that's me. How are you, Chris? I'm all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, end of sentence. How about you? <laughs> yeah. Um, start a sentence. Also, all right. End of sentence. <laughs> oh, this is a great <laughs> podcast. Thank you for listening. Like, thank you for listening to any episode. Yeah, ever. You... <laughs> to anything ever in the world. Get through this bit. We'll be fine. This is going to be a great few minutes talking about music we like and hopefully you like to discover new stuff. It's sick. Back and um, And we've been doing that all week. We have been. We do this like our whole lives, to be honest. I think as soon as I could speak, I was like, beep, I like music. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to start with the beeps Your and Sound bops. effects, man. Hey, last week in the episode, I was trying to think of a band from Melbourne, right? It was like racking my brains. I don't know if you could hear how racked my brains were, but they were really racked. And I was like, they had a song called Cassandra and they're from oh, Melbourne, yeah. the electric rock band. Do you know who I'm talking about? Because no, I, I, I stopped thinking it about it. I, oh. I, I didn't take it on as homework. I forgot you said it. Cool. <laughs> the band I was referring to was the Galvatrons. Do you remember that? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. If anybody else was wondering for the whole last week, like I had been, which obviously no one was really losing sleep about it. it no, one, just... no one hit up your DMs and went, oh, you're talking about the Galvatrons. You're talking about the guy who was in the She Had video with Chris. Johnny Galvatron, yeah. who had the single Cassandra. Like before Cassandra, he which was... Cassandra wasn't a huge hit, but When We Were Kids was awesome. Do you not know yeah. my name? I said it wasn't a huge hit. But my birth name is Cassandra. Your name's Cassandra. So I'm going to be drawn to anything with my name. Good. Wayne's yeah. World, that song by the Galvatrons, <laughs> some Greek stuff. <laughs> Greek history, uh, it's a Greek goddess. Cassandra is a Greek goddess. So here we go. Don't say I don't teach you anything. Um, yeah, cool. Great. I'm glad that I cleared that one up because I thought you were as stressed as I was about it, but you weren't. Um, speaking of last week's episode, you brought in the band that made me think of the Galvatrons, which you described them as electro rock, which... That's how, yeah, that's how they describe themselves. And it's pretty true. An electronic rock band. Very, very true. I My head went to the Rogue Traders. <laughs> no. Before listening. Um, when I did finally get around to listening, listening to Auto Suggest's song After Me, which is the song you brought in last week, it's definitely not the Rogue Traders. It is no. so cool. I love that male, female vocals, harmony. That's like... That's my sax. You know how you're a sucker for sax? Yeah. I'm a sucker for that. Like that for me just is like, oh, yep. I don't care what else happens in the song. You got me. I love it. Um, It was fun. It felt old school and stuff that I used to listen to, but then was modern sounding. Yeah. Really cool. Again, like, I don't know why I keep going to some freaking light show or something, but like purple lights, kind of futuristic, but classic. It's cool. So cool. Really fun. Good suggestion with auto suggest. Did you work on that during the week? You were <laughs> yeah, workshopping uh, reviews. Of, yeah, I thought I thought of that. I thought of that during the week, and I wrote it down in my notes. I Good was suggestion. Like, this is funny, and I just went and read my notes to remind myself how funny I can be. Um, <laughs> but thanks, Chris. That's that was sick. I yeah. dug it. Yeah, excellent. There's digging going on. You brought in Young Blood, who since he was like 
I've brought to her attention. Maybe I feel like it's about three years now. He's been screaming at me mm-hmm. with his real, just like absolutely in your face attitude, which is just undeniably cool. Like it's, but he's, he does it in such a way where he, he's a brat, but you love him. Mm. Like you abs, he's absolutely just the sweetest brat ever. Mm. And you just, I've just been on his side since the start. And this song, like it's, it sounds young. Like this song is not targeted to a man in his mid to late thirties. <laughs> Which you are. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's very much a, a song for youth and a song for uh, rebellious youth who are, you know, trying to find people that understand them, which is most of his catalog and which is, it's just, it's really endearing. Like, so I, the song that I brought in, uh, was parents by young blood. Now the version parents. that so I the was song talking is not, about, I love my parents. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> um, and the version I was referring to was the one that he had re-recorded and released with a fan called Chloe, no one who wrote her own verse, um, which was part of a TikTok challenge. Now, I have realized that the version that is in the episode isn't that one, although I did select that one. Spotify has kind of messed up with it. So I'm oh. really sorry for those looking for that version or thinking that we're going to hear that version. So it's a very different sound because the second verse, I think the one that he refers to being in a garden shed, um, is a completely different subject matter and a completely different verse. It's actually about um, how terrible it is and how hard it is just to be a woman and you can't even walk down the street, essentially. Uh Um, So it takes on a different meaning and it's more so the parents aren't her parents. It's more so just about society and the difference in that, like that similar kind of role, I guess, with the narrative. Um, So I will try and find that version and share it on Instagram because it's fantastic. It is on Spotify. You can get your hands on it for some reason. We just couldn't include it in the episode. Um, But hey, that's the tech issues that we face. Instagram like, is by far the best way to have a chat with the podcast. Let us know what you like or don't. Uh, Let us know if Chris's opinion of Veronica's catalogue is correct or not. Um, By the way, I also do. got called out for that. Somebody was like, just drop it. Somebody was like, just <laughs> yeah, drop yeah. it. But then I also had maybe three people come into work today and um, say, yeah, you're right. Untouched is the superior. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the, the bad guy by talking up Veronica's other songs. <laughs> but somehow oh, that's the role. It's it's like me, it's Batman becoming the, the, you know, the hero he either has to be or became. Or Two-Face. Um, <laughs> and before we do get into the next song, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who is listening, not on Spotify, because I understand that it takes so much more effort for you to listen to the songs. But you know what's rad is that people are telling me that although it's not easy, they still go and find the songs afterwards. So what I have done now is in the show notes, you can actually find the name of the song and the artist to make it a bit easier for those of you who are searching for the songs on their own accord. So you don't actually need Spotify to enjoy this experience. Oh, yeah. Um, writing it in the show notes. So if sometimes uh, maybe we don't pronounce it correctly, which I am fully guilty of that, um, or we say it too fast, which, again, I'm fully guilty of that, um, it's super easy for you to find. Cool. Well, I, I'm finding more and more that I'm spelling the name of the artist that <laughs> that I am presenting because they don't spell it the way the English word is originally done, right? So, like, oh, young blood is a perfect example. Yeah, blood, B L U D. Yes. Now, well, 
Y-U-N-G-B-L-U-D, all capital letters, all one word. Mm-hmm. If you're just searching for it, unaware of that artist's history, you're not going to find it. It's a little bit tricky. So putting in your notes is fantastic. And you're going to find some weird stuff on Google. Yeah. Careful. Mm. So your all caps, one word artist last week, I have no caps. <laughs> yes. I've got another artist who's using just small letters all the way through and spelling the word small with an O. So small. Good. T- <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. so small. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it. So it's just, that's what artists are doing. It's creative and it's fantastic. Small fish, small fish. Like guppy. This is the most entertaining song. Like it. Um, you know how, like most songs I discover when I'm on a mission to discover a new song Mm. and when you just hear, when you put the radio on in the car, Mm -hmm. you're not actively searching to find a specific song. The radio is just on. Mm. It's like a friend just sitting there. And it's kind of passive and it's just there. Thank you for being there, but you're not actively involved. When a song comes on that you're like, what's this? This is mad. It's, it's how it used to be. Like it was like real discovery, real big smile on my face when I heard this song that I liked on the radio. And then I heard it again, like five days later on the radio again. Like this is, and it's, and, and then I was in the car with my wife at the time. I'm like, if this song is sad girl summer, or I actually said, if this song's about sad girl something, it's really good. You're going to like it. And I turned it up and she loved it. Yes. So, um, yeah, sad girl summer by small fish. Uh, you think it's going to make you feel sad, but it's the absolute opposite. You're like mm. you're smiling about sadness. It's so fun. So it's a happy song in winter about being sad in summer. <laughs> Something like that. Roll with it. And it's it has, opposite day. <laughs> it, is, it is opposite day. And it has one of those, my sax, your male female harmony bits. It has one of the quirks, the, the ingredients of a song is a theme to what I like. Pops up probably once every couple of months. But okay. This song has a thing. I love this. That you have to notice and report back on. Okay. I also need to clear up another um, myth that has been created through this podcast, which is mainly created by me, that I don't like sax. Oh, yeah. Yes, I like to pick on you for loving sax. <laughs> that, yes. That's the main thing now. It's like It's my not thing. about you liking sax. It's just picking on. Yeah, and it's something <laughs> that I really, it's like an endearing pick on, right? But I watched the live stream of an Iggy Pop concert from uh, a couple of years ago that was recorded from the Sydney Opera House. And he had sax. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's so good. Yeah. (laughs) And I just had to put it on the record that I actually really love sax, particularly when it's live with Iggy Pop. But Iggy gets it because David Bowie got it. Absolutely. They're they're in that same world, that big overlap. And the and, Stooges really appreciated some of that horn as well. Yeah, so. like that, horns in punk, like the Saints, yeah. like how good. Oh, and like like the band you saw at the Bowl a couple of months ago. Oh yeah, the Smarts. Smarts. Oh my goodness me! Shout out! Um, please tag the Smarts in the episode too. Sax um, in punk is oh, good. Just, even if it's just trumpets, like the horns. And, yeah. Anyway. Continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> while I'm here admitting um, some truths and. Coming in with my tail between my legs, I have this thing where I generally, um, I'm pretty emotional about stuff and I like to get a bit stuck in my ways, but I also don't mind admitting when I'm wrong and opening my mind up. This week, I finally got an artist that I've never got and I've tried to for a while. I like their vibe. I like their collaborators. I want to really love them, but I've never got it until this week. 
Breaking news, I finally understand. Amy Shark. Hey. <laughs> yeah. And it wow. feels so good. Like, I'm like, I just needed, like, it's like if somebody goes to Japanese, right? They don't like raw fish. Like, I don't want to eat some not cooked meat. And then they finally get that piece of sashimi and they're like, oh, this is what everyone's talking about. Uh. I had that this week. Um, the song came out two weeks ago. The song is titled Amy Shark by Amy Shark. And I don't think it's really a single. I think she, it's just an album track that she released for the fans or as a preview for the album, which I think is out this week. Um, so, yes, Amy Shark by Amy Shark. It's the closing track on her latest album. It's cool. It's raw. It's like, I think it's what my head imagined her music to sound like without sounding like it yet. Yeah. Does that make sense? Okay. Like, it's what my expectations of her music was. Right. And she's finally released it. And it's just like, it's like ripping a Band-Aid off a wound that's still a bit open. It's honest. It's vulnerable. It's relatable. And it's just really nice. And so that's what I'm digging this week. And I know that there's going to be a few people out there that are going to send me some angry text messages going like, what? Or like relief and celebration that I finally get it. But yeah. I'm so glad I got it. I've always like, I've backed her. I've always been like, yeah, she's good. I like what she's doing. She's like an emo in the heart. And so am I. Um, and she seems like a rad chick. And I'm so glad that I got it. And so that's what I'm digging this week. Welcome. Welcome. That's good. <laughs> no, that's I'm good. Into Can... the ocean. What is a group of sharks? A pool? School? School of sharks? Yeah. I'm part of the school. You're, you're a student, uh, a successful student. Um, my advice is that with your, with Japanese food, there's complete, the, this whole half of the cuisine that isn't raw, have anything that ends in the word yaki, like Y-A-K-I, just have the cooked Japanese. There's so much cooked Japanese. You don't need to worry about raw Japanese. It's Irrelevant to music, but oh, just cooked Japanese. Like It's the best. Don't worry about the raw stuff. I don't want the raw, raw stuff. I love the raw stuff. <laughs> oh, you and I, this is how we just, we gel so well because we are so goddamn different. Is that, um, it's just, ah, you and I, we've got some raw stuff. Oh, gee whiz. I just dropped the song that's in the playlist. Oh, my gosh. Going back to Deirdre. Oh, he's so dreamy. Let's go see him in concert. I love him. He, just, he did like a version a couple of weeks ago. He did. He did it two weeks ago, and it was good. Ocean Grove just did it this week, and it was also good. Oh, man. Alice Ivy. Okay, this is not going to be <laughs> like a version appreciation podcast. This is Doug by Us. Thank you once again for listening. If you want to chat with us, Instagram's the best place because I'm sliding into the DMs and being weird there. Um, you generally catch me when I'm a bit delusional on a Thursday night. Thank you for Not For Print Pods for having us part of their family because it's a really nice place to be. And thank you for listening and subscribing and following and reviewing and all that juicy, warm, fuzzy stuff. I love that you nod as if people can hear your agreeing nod. You didn't need me to say anything. You said it. <laughs> Click stop. Done.